The property market's been running hot across much of the country. And this is the deal. FOMO. Everyone's heard of FOMO. FOMO. Felt by many home buyers investors as prices skyrocket. The big question is this. How investors like us who weren't born in the silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Hello and welcome to the show. George Mykoski and Blinda Flaherty coming to you live. Live and loud, ladies and gentlemen, yep. live and loud. Guys, today I've um, had quite a few red wines and oh, had some painkillers. I've, I've pulled my <laughs> neck out. I'm in really, oh, I had a workout on Tuesday. So, uh, but that's okay. Should be interesting. Now, we're talking about has the property market peaked and what's coming in 2022? Now, if you're watching live, please type in hashtag live and obviously for the people that are watching the replay type in hashtag replay welcome we're live in the australian property chat you might be watching us on youtube um linkedin all over the place but if you come to the australian property chat that's where you can interact with blinder and i live it's exciting that's, so, that's where you can ask questions and all that has, amazing stuff um, has the property market peaked what do you reckon guys who says yes? Who says no? What's going on? I'm going to tell you what's been happening. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, perfect. So get your little answers in there, ladies and gentlemen, yep. on this lovely Thursday evening. We love it. We love it. Our favourite yep. time of the week. That's right. See, the property market's been running hot across much of the country. And this is the deal. FOMO. Everyone's heard of FOMO. FOMO. Felt by many home buyers investors as prices skyrocket. You know, you go in each week, the price go up and people are going crazy, right? Now, yeah. in headlines, there's been talk that property values may be peaking, that interest rates might be coming to a rise, or even the RBA and financial regulators might step in and deliberately cool the market down. So will this property boom last into 2022, or is the market about to come down to earth with a crash? Is it too late to get into the market? and take advantage of rapid growth, or is there much more to come? See, some commentators claim that rising prices have created the property bubble that's about to burst. Are they right, and should you be worried? That's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, that sounds very, I like that. Absolutely. You know, and we've got a lot of people out there, a part of this group, you know, that, um, you know, this these kind of nights are really great information if you haven't started to invest because the more information you get guys is it's more power to you so and if you've got questions this is the time to do it so we've had a you few people going it's, in saying almost continue to grow high yeah so look this is the deal this is the deal this days like today is when i'm grateful and thankful that i'm a property investor i'll tell you why on tuesday i had a workout pulled my neck out and I've been, since Tuesday, three days, I've done nothing, right? Yeah, right. And my neck's been out and I've just done nothing. And the beautiful part is, even though I've done nothing, my property has been putting money in my account anyway. You know, and that's the deal. See, 
George Mikoski, would you like a next next brace? <laughs> Maybe I need one. I don't know. But I've had a few I, more I'm telling ones. you, as in Christina got one as a sperry. Yep. Depends on how well <laughs> the job market does. I've told I'm told it will crash, but I think it will grow. Okay. Yeah, I so told it would crash. Yeah, so what I'm what gonna do is. What do you think of that comment, Georgie? What do you think of that comment? Look, um, this is the deal. And one thing is, I want to talk about why I'm thankful and grateful that I'm a property investor. If you haven't replaced your income through property, you should make that your number one goal. Belinda looks so beautiful, Colin said. Look at that. Who's that? Ah, thanks. Colin says, Marvel Butter. Sounds like it's my brother, my bro, um, has been saying (laughs) thank you. Thanks, bro. Thanks, Sasha. Thank you. I think it's him. I can't tell from here, but I reckon it probably is. So, look, um, if you haven't replaced your income through property, it's the one thing you should do because this, this, this is the deal. The wealthy investors, right, they make money out of passive income. And Absolutely. the struggling investors or the struggling people that struggle make active income where you get paid per dollar. Right, I'm working on it. Good, that's very good. Now, guess who has sent me an email today? Who? Um, starts with an R. Have you heard of that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Oh, are you saying Uncle Robert, Uncle Bobby? Yes, yes. So um, looks Uncle like um, what I did is so I invited. Okay. So as you probably know, Robert Kiyosaki is one of my mentors. And what I did is I reached out to him recently and said, Robert, I'm doing a one-day summit. Do you want to come along and teach a bit of your skills? And I think he's open-minded. So... Who wants to see Robert Kiyosaki live with me presenting? You know, Robert Kiyosaki, that's right. Let me know because I reckon he might come along. Uh, we're going to see this, but um, I'm planning on doing a one-day uh, real estate that summit would be amazing. next month. And I really want to get Robert on board because Robert is the king of the cash flow quadrant. He's Absolutely. Also, Uncle Bob. Uh, Uncle Bob, <laughs> no, Robert, no. yes. Uncle um, Robert. <laughs> Rich Dad, that's right, Rich Dad. But he's also... He's also the king of knowing how to create a team. Yes. And that's the key because no one becomes successful on their own. See, the guy that invented Ford Motor Company, Henry Ford. Henry Ford. He um, he said he'd rather have 1% of 100 people than 100% of his own ability. He likes Adelaide. Good. I didn't realise he, he likes I, I know Robert. I know um, Elon Musk likes Adelaide because he came down here and made two hundred million dollars when he came down here selling us a battery. So he loves it. I know that much. I don't know about Robert Kiyosaki. Probably, yeah. Never know. So, is the property market going to crash or is it going to keep going up? And that's the big question people are asking. And this is the reason people are asking because they don't understand the fundamentals of real estate investing. Yes. Right? And once you understand the core principles, then you won't be asking these questions anymore. Wouldn't we all like to know so we can take advantage of it? Absolutely. Well, this is the deal. That's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do. Investing in property is not about timing. It's about time in the market. Yes. And the people that want to be smart and want to do time and get the timing right every time, whether it's stock market, Bitcoin, property, it's all the same. The longer yes. you have it for, the safer you are because it, it um, 
you get bigger, better return. See, when you invest in property, if you invest for one year, see, two-thirds of property investors lose money on property, right? Two-thirds. And the reason being is because they're not investing for the long term. They're trying to make quick gains, and quick gains aren't possible. What needs to happen is you need to educate yourself, you need to look at the long term, and you need to invest. Because it doesn't matter if there's a correction or not. If you're not in property, you can't make money out of property. That's right. Right. The only way to make money out of property is by having property. So yep. worrying about a correction or trying to take advantage of corrections is the wrong way of thinking. The way you've got to think is long-term. How am I going to make money long-term? Because the long-term is the most important part. Yeah. Right? Well, this now, is- Don't invest just before a crash either at the peak. No, you don't want to do that. No. I agree. You want to buy at 7 o'clock, not at 12 o'clock. And I'm a big fan of that because really at the end of the day, you've got to get your timing right. You've got to be in it, win it, yes, but you've got to get your timing right as well. And got to be in it to win it. We're not going to have a crash. Well, we've got a bit of a feedback loop happening at the moment. We do, absolutely. Right? Let me explain what's happening, right? And I think part of this, right, is, see, we've had COVID now for like a year or so, right? Right, and I think we've got a bit of a thing called cabin fever property boom. <laughs> I love that. Right? That's a I like that. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes you, perfect sense. What do you think's going on here? Are we all sick of each other. You know, I flagged this little puzzle before. It's only getting worse. So demand released the vacancy rates, which shows that banks are down to one point six percent. Now that's ridiculously right. low, lowest level in ten years. Right, and all cities have returned low vacancies. There's some that are bad, like you know Melbourne City. Adelaide City, places like that, which are terrible. Like Melbourne yes. City, 7.4. It's terrible. It's the worst. Brisbane yeah, City, 3.4. Adelaide in a city, 4.1. But most places are really good, right? Now, net immigration has gone negative. We've lost 70,000 people in Australia in the last 12 months. Our pop, um, net, net immigration. Wow. Right? Even though we've lost 70,000 people, our vacancy has gone down. So what's going on there? Yeah, so right. So what it means, despite COVID, people are going out on their own and starting up new households. Or maybe it's not despite COVID, maybe it's because of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Could be, could be. Yeah, look, it might just get too tight, squishy, live with your mum and dad or in a share house, you know what I mean? I mean, do we hate each other that much? Do people need to just get away from each other for a while, regardless of what it costs us? So I'm calling it the cabin fever property boom. And it's not surprising with vacancy rates this low. Rents are growing at a record pace as well. Now, what happens when rents go up? Property prices go up. So on Absolutely. top of money boom, right, we've got a cabin fever boom as well. And that's why this boom is already breaking all records. So this boom keeps on booming, right? So if you think it's going to stop, I've got something to tell you. It's not going to stop, Right. And what I've been talking about before is, you heard about boom stacking we spoke about a while ago? Absolutely. We did touch on on this subject. It's quite an interesting idea as, what you know, what you were saying before. So if it if may be worth talking about it just in case yeah. people didn't hear it in the last um, podcast yeah. or so look, Facebook. This is the boom stacking theory, what's happening, right? So what's happening at the moment is... Ah. We've got we've got um, the boom that's happening because we've got cabin fever. We've got yes. the boom that's happening because of low interest rates. We've yes. got boom happening because of people got more money now. 
We've got a boom because there's more money getting put in inflation. Yes. Now we've got a few more booms to stack on top of that. So I'm talking, this is getting so high, it's crazy, right? You know, um, so we're going to answer all these questions later. I want you to flag them. We're going to answer them later. But what's happening is these booms, one on top of the other, on top of the other, on top of the other, getting all stacked up. And it's going to create yeah. a mega boom. It's like getting one wave on top of another wave. Imagine if a surfer is just going off, right? It's crazy. Yeah. So there's two more booms that are happening on top of this, right? Which is interesting. So we've got the, the cabin fever, right? But see... There's another thing that's making it boom, and that's because we've got a lack of properties to sell, right? And this is called the boom loop effect. Do you want to hear about the boom loop? The boom what? Say yeah, that again. The boom, the boom loop effect. Boom loop. George, there's one thing I must say. I'm always learning something new with you. Talk about the boom loop. Okay. So the boom keeps on booming, right? But now yeah. we're stuck in a feedback loop that will keep prices growing quickly through the end of the year. I'll call it the boom loop, right? Fantastic. So what's happened is like uh, there's been massive growth, right? Yep. Very limited and available. There's not much stock available as in properties, right? So this the problem with because there's not a lot of properties available to sell, this actually really discourages would-be sellers. Think about this. Ah. Sellers are worried that if they sell, they won't be able to find another place to move into or the price will run away from them. They won't be able to oh. find another so That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so when prices are growing quickly, sellers freeze up and you get even less stock coming in the market. This is what started the boom in the first place. What happened was people that wanted to sell, they were worried because COVID price would go down. So they didn't want yes. to sell because they were scared they weren't going to get enough money. And yeah. that created the boom in the first place. But now, yep. because there's a boom, now they're not selling because of the boom. And then what yes. happens is that actually in turn pushes the price even higher. That's the feedback, feedback loop I'm talking about. And mm -hmm. that's why price will continue to grow strongly for the next six months as well. So 2021 is shaped to be one of the most epic years in property history. What a time to be alive, hey? Yeah, it's great. It is a good a time, time to be alive. alive. And look, 100%. We, and I don't know if you heard what happened, what I spoke about last week, but Australia is now, Australians are the richest people in the world. Good place to be. We just beat Switzerland because they were the richest. Now oh, we're wow. the Right? Hey, so we, we, were, we're told, we, were, we're, we were told that we're the lucky country, so well, that just clarifies we're it. the richest people in the world. And because of that, that's another thing. Now, you know that um, Australians owe $1.9 trillion worth of debt in the property market. Now that sounds like a lot of money, but it's not. No, it's but not the really on a scale. Worth over six trillion, though. Say that again. The property market's worth over tri six trillion. Wow. So we That's hardly own anything. It's like twenty-one percent. It's like wow. nothing. It's nothing really. Yes, and that's the whole point. Awesome. So that's what's been happening, and that's what I want to talk about, which is pretty exciting. Yes, I love it. That's pretty exciting stuff. Now, who's that sure. famous soccer player? Oh, I um, love that. Has anyone seen that video? Boom, boom, boom. Let me see you say, weo, weo. Weo, that video of that chick doing it? It's hilarious. <laughs> it um, went viral. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you saw um, with the soccer, there's that, yep. that famous soccer player 
Beckham. Ronaldo or something. Ronaldo. Oh, Ronaldo. Okay, yep, sorry. Yeah, and what he did, this, this is the power of, of, um, of celebrity. So before he started this video, there was two bottles of Coke in front of him. And what he did, he just grabbed the Coke, moved it to the side, moved it over to the side. Who saw this? And then just stopped and started this interview. Now, those actions cost Coke $5 billion off the stock price. Now, imagine the power that you can use your arms to move a Coke bottle half a metre. And it's like, like that's the most expensive action that I've ever heard of in history. Of what are you doing with your hands? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, wow. Imagine that you can do that with your hands, destroy $5 billion worth of stocks. Wow. Yeah, so the future of that celebrity and that status and all that, it's amazing. Celebrity like, endorsement, all that kind yeah, of stuff, 100%. Exactly. So let's wow. hear from some of our guests, some of our fans. What are you up to? What's happening? You know, how um, is the Thursday night? You know, I've had my Panadine Fort. I've had a few wines. I'm in a good mood. Let's have a chat. Absolutely. I'm in a good mood too because I got a lovely care package from all you guys, so... That was lovely. Oh, yes, you did. I'm glad you got that care package, which is great. I, uh, so common... I'm, I'm usually Melbourne, but I'm in Brisbane at the moment. So, um, and uh, yeah, you guys gave me a little, felt like a little trophy that arrived at my hotel today. So, thank you guys. Well, I am going to do a Facebook. I'm going to do a Facebook post. I've just been flat out today, but we'll get there. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So, so now I guess it's time for Q and A time. Q&A, Q&A, awesome. Hey, Let's I'll just get started. Program, so High five, awesome. Um, I wish I could read your name. Facebook user, I don't know who that is, but, hey, we're pumped to have you here, so Thank bring you it so on. Much. I'm very grateful and I'm excited because our overarching goal, our unstoppable mission is to empower 10,000 people to create wealth through investing in properties in the Mikoski method, and you're going to be one of those 10,000, which is great. So high five. Well bring done. it on. Excellent. Absolutely. High five. Yeah. We so like now is the time where I'm going to answer any question that you want, unless it's very personal, that I might answer anyway. Yes. <laughs> oh. So, T. What are you drinking, George? Oh, I'm, drink, I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking um, Kepa. Okay. All right. Kabucha, awesome. Kabucha. Okay, so let's go stuck into some of these. Um, should we be concerned about banks raising fixed rates and will they, they shortly move their standard variable? Okay, a good question. So the reason the banks have raised their fixed rates is because it's actually more expensive to borrow money now from the RBA. Right. Uh -huh. What they've done is they've they 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 gave them a little leeway. They've made it a bit more expensive. But what you need to understand, guys, is one thing which is very important: is that usually interest rates and inflation track each other. So interest rates go up, inflation goes up. Actually, the other way around: inflation goes up, yep, interest yep. rates go up. And the reason they put interest rates up is to, it's a, it's a, interest rates are like a handbrake to stop the economy from going overboard. Aha! Uh -huh. Right, and they yep. they used it like a big weapon back in the late eighties and really put it up to twenty four percent at one stage. Yeah, right. Right, and what what is it now? Like nothing, right? So nothing, nothing. Basically, at the moment, we've got the lowest interest rates we've had in 5,000 years, which is pretty yeah. low. And yeah. um, 
I'm not too concerned about interest rates going up. No. Uh, what is the package of your membership? That's a great question. I'd love to answer that in a minute. Um, but Absolutely. What, what, what I think is um, I wouldn't be concerned at all. I've been investing. Hey, okay. weren't you uh, investing so, when, when property was like, the interest rate was like 13 18%? I, 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 mean, was like, I was investing when the interest rate was like 11%. Okay. It didn't bother yeah. me. I still made money. But now it's a lot cheaper, obviously. So it's all a matter yeah. of how you structure it and how you do it. And when the interest rates go up, you just need to make sure you got your cash flow right. That's all. Right? Yep. So, um, so let's go through these questions. Absolutely. Your membership. Good question. If you want to find out about a membership, um, type in hashtag free call. And cool. one of our members will team will, will call you and uh, send you a link and you can check it out and check it out, check out what we Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because obviously we've got a membership and look, part of what we do is we help people invest in property. But also, you know, here in this group, Australian Property Chat, I'm here to give you free information. And for the people that, wanna, people that want to join, I'm not going to complain. That's fine. But you don't have to. It doesn't matter, you know. Yes, absolutely. You absolutely. You said you don't want to buy before the peak. Um, and how far would the fall be? Okay, yeah. So, look, the deal is it's very hard to pick the peak and the fall, but what there is is it's not just one – Australia's not one big market. There's 16,000 suburbs in Australia. So it's 16,000 suburbs. And at any given point in time, there's a percentage of suburbs that are going up, some going down, some doing nothing. So what yes. I you do is get a winner – and go on a suburbs going up, and it doesn't matter because you want to go yeah. up. So Correct. what you need to look at is, one, the demand-supply ratio of that suburb. But really, yes. another thing you have to look at is the market cycle timing because if a suburb's gone up five years in a row, well, guess what? You're probably nearing a peak. Yeah. But if it hasn't gone up five years in a row, then it's not. So I wouldn't touch Sydney or Melbourne at the moment. Yeah. So I'm looking Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth. And yep. they're the ones that are going to have their, you know, place. So South Queensland. However, yeah. However, there's certain areas, you know, not not there's not all parts of Queensland, no, no, not no. all parts of Adelaide. No. I mean, you could go by in Virginia. I mean, it's market gardens out there. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. So out of, out of um out of these capital cities, I'd only say probably you know only one or two percent of the property of the of the suburbs that I'd go in. The rest I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, exactly. You know? There's only a certain amount. And, look, I suppose it comes down to, guys, you know, if you're going to buy, going to buy into an area, you have to do your research. If you're not doing your research, you're buying blind. That's all I can say. Oh, I finally made it after BZ schedules. Hi, Belinda Hi, George and George. Facebook user, hello, welcome. welcome. Yep. Because we're, on, we're actually on a program called Restream, because we're streaming live to about five different channels or ten different channels, and sometimes we can't see your name, so I apologise. Yeah, sorry about but, that. You know, otherwise we'd say your name, but if you type in your name, then we'll be able to read it. It'll be fine. Yes, but absolutely. welcome, welcome. And I'm trying to look at our Facebook group, but it just it's not coming up for some it's reason. It's not. So right. let's get back to the questions. Um, oh, we've got. Um, what about Tasmania, George? What yeah, does look, what? Where does it sit on the property clock? Yeah. Okay. Tasmania. Where does it sit on the property clock? Well, 
basically, until I go through all the capital cities around Australia, I don't really look at Tasmania. Like, so Hobart and, and Canberra, I really want to be exposed to all the major capital cities first. So I want to yeah. be in Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, right? Correct. Then, then after those five, then I'll look at Darwin, Canberra, Hobart. Mm-hmm. But even those five are back in there because the bigger cities have just got more growth and got more potential and the more forum are just easier. I don't like going, you know, I normally go to large regional centres or capital cities and I like capital cities. They're just very easy. Nothing yeah, on the yeah, Tasmania, nothing on Hobart, but it's not your first place to invest, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which quali- quantity surveyors are good? Okay. Um, look. There's a few depends. out there. Depends. Yeah, so look, I've gone through quite a few. I used to use BMT, uh, but I yes. found I found the guy recently who's amazing. And what mm-hmm. I'll do is I'll get him on one of our lives to have a chat to everyone because he's a really cool guy. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, so what I'll so do whoever's is... So um, whoever's asked that question... Keep involved in our lives because we'll get the guy on. Yeah, I'm going to get him on because he is really good. And he actually, this guy that I spoke to, uh, I think his name's Peter, he advised the government on the whole depreciation thing. Oh, That's fantastic. So, yeah, the guy's oh, one of the best. Let's get him on. I'm excited. All right, next question. What are your strategies you recommend to safeguard if there is a considerable adjustment between rental yields? Um. Yes. Well, okay, the, the best safeguard you can have about that, and this is, you know, I keep flogging a dead horse over and over. But I'm I, know, I, was, I know what you're going to say, but go on. One, get your property in the top 100 because then yes. you're making capital growth because when you make capital growth, your rent goes up as well. Correct. Two, when you buy a property, get your cash flow calculator out and make sure you can afford it. Those are the two things that are going to do it, nothing else. Those you really... A lot of people find investing complicated. That's because they don't understand the core principles. Once you understand the core principles, then it's easy. Now, yes, this is absolutely. Deal. This is deal. Everything you've learnt about money and property is wrong. Because right? they yes. didn't teach it in schools. No, they didn't teach wrong. you that stuff in schools. It's and ridiculous. There's, there's two things holding everyone back from making money, right? It's not complicated. It's actually simple. It's not easy, it's hard because emotionally it's hard to do this, but it's actually very simple. The the problem is there's two things holding you back. One, and this is the hard part, everything you know is holding you back, right? And that's the hardest part. If I can get rid of that, then I can teach you how to play this game, how to make a million dollars. And then the second (laughs) part holding you back is everything you don't know. But if I can bridge that gap, if I can get rid of everything you know and then teach you everything you don't know, then it's simple and you're going yeah. to be a property millionaire. That's and, how simple and, it is. And, do you know, and, the, and when, yeah. yeah. And look, the deal is, right, I can teach you till I'm blue in the face, but it's not going to work, right? It's a bit like, let's say, for example, you go read a book on riding a bike or playing tennis. You can read a book. You can do the course. But you know what you need? You need a coach to actually hold you on that bike or teach how to play tennis and help you do it. But you don't need any coach. You need a coach that's successful, right? Yeah, that's right. You're going to learn how to play tennis. Imagine if you've got Andrew Agassi and his team teaching you, right? You don't want, yeah. you don't want someone that plays tennis part-time at the local tennis shop playing, right? 
Or if you wanted the best golf swing, you want Greg Norman. That's right, exactly. Or let's say you want parachuting. Who would you get? Would you get the cheapest parachuter or would you get the best? What would you Google? Budget. Oh, budget. (laughs) Parachute experience. You can think of (laughs) me as Andrew Agassi of property, but with a little bit more hair. (laughs) Tiny bit. Say, call yourself Rafter or something. Rafter or something. Yeah, Rafter's better. (laughs) Agassi's been out for a while. So, look, here's another question, Georgie. Yep. Is Adelaide still six o'clock? Look, what do you think Adelaide will be in the next five years? Can I say Adelaide, my thing about Adelaide? Yeah, go. Adelaide's, Adelaide's still got nappy pants. It's not quite big boy pants yet. It's growing up as a state. Look, there, there's, there's some good suburbs in Adelaide. It's there great. sure is. Uh, the, hey, the I've is got though, property in Adelaide. The deal is, though, if you look at the interstate migration, um, Queensland's got more interstate migration than the rest of the country put together. Wow. Just think, about, just think about that for a second. More than the whole country put oh. together. How much wow. migration are we getting, Adelaide? Not much. Better than yeah, Melbourne. So you've got, you've got to look at the stats, oh, don't you? For once, we're better than Melbourne, but we're not that. We're not getting much at all. We're on the bottom. We're one of the worst. Yeah. Except Melbourne's worse. The only one. We used yeah. to be the worst. South Australia used to be the worst, even worse than Tasmania. But now Melbourne have beaten us because everyone's leaving Melbourne. And Melbourne's have got a negative state migration the first time in 10 years. So there's yeah. more people leaving Melbourne than going to Melbourne. Now, Melbourne was flagged to become bigger than Sydney and Victoria was flagged to become, like, Melbourne was flagged to become bigger than Sydney, but now, no. Yes. So, you know, Queensland. Even all these lockdowns don't help us either, you know, so, definitely. So you know how you got New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland? Yes. They reckon it's going to be New South Wales, Queensland, Victoria. Wow. So many people are moving to Queensland. They reckon Queensland's going to be bigger than Victoria. Just the good old sunshine state. So look, look at the prices in Melbourne at the moment and look at the prices in Brisbane. Now, what's going to happen when Queensland's bigger than Victoria? It's right? going to do, now, it's going to do Adelaide, reversal. Adelaide ain't going to be bigger than Victoria. No. Or Queensland or Perth. We'll be bigger than Hobart and Darwin. That's it. Right, that's yep. the problem. We're we're small. We're little. We're little. But Adelaide's good. Yeah, it's a little yeah. place. It's little, but it's good. But it's not, you know. Yeah. Adelaide population yeah. is declining. Yes, it is. Correct. Absolutely. So, what about the next one? <laughs> what for the next one? What internal rate of return is the reasonable goal for resi- residential residential property portfolio? Say five properties, and what is your current I? Double R for your folio. Okay, I don't even know what a return or rate return is, but I'm going to tell you what I look at. I look at a a gross return of 45 to 5.5%. And the reason I'm looking for that is because if you get less than that, you're going to a blue chip suburb that's already gone up. If you get more than 5.5%, you're way out in the sticks and you're not going to get capital growth. So the sweet, you've got to look at the sweet spot. I don't know if you um, know about diving, much about diving. But with diving, do, but okay, with, with, with diving, there's a certain spot on that, you know, diving board. If you go on that sweet spot, you have a perfect dive every time. But if you miss yes. that sweet spot, you're screwed, right? Because it's not going to work. Yes. And most yes. of diving is about hitting that sweet spot. And investing is the same way. You want to hit 
that sweet spot of four and a half to five and a half percent because that's where the growth is. That's just the yeah. way it works. I've done the numbers. That's the way it works. If you're getting too much return on your rent, it's not good because you're not going to get growth. Yes. If you're getting too little return, it's not good either. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Someone's just written, leaving Victoria, the Dan effect, LOL. Yeah, yeah, Dan Sarah. effect. Well, you know um, you know what I've been saying about Dan. He's, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Dan, especially what Dan's done to all the property investors in Victoria. He's screwed them over. If you've got property in Victoria, you know, he's really hammered you and you're going to have to pay more. Yeah. Queensland, highest migration, Okay. Queensland home, exactly, it is. It's the highest migration. Absolutely. Okay, Let's so keep going. Single income and told that I've almost maxed out the surface ability. Have I hit a brick Preston. wall or there are strategies or approaches to buy more investment properties? Look, I don't just, know just exactly. Just bring that question up, George. Just bring that question yeah. up. Just keep it accountable. Awesome. Yep, okay. So the deal is there's always ways of getting more borrowing capacity. Right, but it's not a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, because what we do is slowly work in our equity, slowly yeah. get on our cash flow, and then um, what I like to do is getting more equity and buying more properties is a bit like getting a combination lock. You know, let's say you got ten locks, and you turn one around here, turn this one, turn that one, and when you do it right, it, suddenly chink goes open. Now the problem is some people want instant results. It doesn't happen. Right. Yes. Sometimes it does when you start, but as you get more properties and you get more service, less serviceability, it gets harder. But you know, yep. I've done this over and over and over again, so I know what you need to do. And sometimes it's about introducing you to the right people that can do the job. So what I suggest yes. you do is type in hashtag wealth call, talk to Charmaine, and see if she can see your personal situation. Charmaine is the person you want to chat to, 100%. That's right. Increasing stamp duty, yes. Dan Andrews is doing that. It's terrible. He's, we'll call him Mr. Stampy. Oh, Stampy Pants. There has to be a tipping point, though. Um, tipping point to what, Lisa, if you don't mind um, explain that. Just elaborating on that. There must be a tipping point. Yep. Now, if someone said bank's interest on in a term deposit is 0.3% at the moment, not worth peanuts. Well, look, not worth peanuts. It's worse than peanuts. What happens is if you put your money in the bank, you're screwed, right? Cash is trash. It really is. Anyone that's got money in the bank account right now, your money is shrinking every single day. So you should be panicking about this because everything's going up. Petrol's going up. Commodities are going up. Cars are going up. Properties are going up. Bitcoin, and, stocks, rents yep. going up, everything's going up. But you know what's happening with your money? It's going down. It's not going up. Yep. You know it takes Absolutely. you 83 years to double your money in the bank at the moment? Yeah. You know? That's so crazy. And so, look, I, I've been actually talking to a lot of members of the public and there's a lot of people out there that have just got cash sitting in their bank. The longer it stays there, the less it's going to be worth, guys. So you need to start replacing it and turning it into an asset. Yep. Belinda, Positive you're a cracker. <laughs> oh, that was, I reckon that was from me saying stampy pants. Yeah, you are a cracker. You're funny. Uh, Lisa, yes, Stamp, from the lady. Stamp. He was talking about the tipping point, the lady's borrowing capacity question. Yes, there is a tipping point. There's a tipping point of getting more. And there's also a tipping point where you get stuck until you get the next tipping point. 
So you're right. It's a little balancing act and you get cash flow, you get equity, you get savings and something you tip, then you've got to do it again and keep going. But the fact yeah, of it is absolutely. you can do it, but it's hard. It's not easy. But the thing is successful people do the things unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Correct. That's the fact. Absolutely. That's it. Yep. Simple. Yep. You know? Look, absolutely. I mean, we've had members that have joined and, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, this is a bit too overwhelming. This is a bit stressful. It's like, well, imagine fast forward and you didn't set yourself up and you, you haven't got that passive income. How much more stress are you creating? Yeah, you know, it's what... those, those little pain points, you know. Well, like you say, George, choose your, choose your pain. Choose your pain. But look, there's two types of pain in the world, only two types. Yes. This is the bad news. The bad news, it's compulsory. Right? That's right. Got, no, because you've got the pain of discipline and you've got the pain of regret. That's right. right. And the bad news is it's not optional. You have to get some pain in your life. You know what the good news is? You get to choose. Right? So if you choose the pain of discipline, you get to avoid the pain of regret. Yes. But if you don't so simple. The pain of discipline. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to get regret. And guess what? The pain of regret is a lot worse. It outweighs. It outweighs it. Than the pain of discipline. So that's why you want to use the pain of discipline. And that's why I'm here to motivate you to get you off your ass, to get in there and start investing and do it. Do you have an office in New South Wales? No, we don't. We don't have an office anywhere. We closed our offices. We're online now. We're we're Australia-wide, right? We're Australia-wide. And by the way, Mr. Whoever, I've only got Facebook new user. We have plenty and plenty of members in New South Wales. So, you know, look, Zoom makes everything so more accessible these days. Absolutely. And there's nothing better than now working with members that can sit back with their pajamas and a glass of wine and do due diligence. Exactly. Bring it on. Now, look, I just got to thanks a lot, guys. Motivational boosts have passed 100% onwards and upwards from here. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy, high five. Oh, Mac-, Mac-, Mac Daddy is one of our coolest members. With a name like Mac Daddy, what can you say? Like, let's I mean, face it. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I joined to get the experts in the inner circle to help and show the path forward through the weeds. Yes. Yep. That's great. It's great. Me. Excellent. Me. I agree. Yay. Look, guys, um, fantastic. You know, it's been great. Um, If we've got a few more questions, we can talk about that later. But look, the, the, the question is, has the property market peaked? No, it hasn't. So what we've got is a bit of a summary. We've got... Are quite a few booms coming on top of each boom. And when the, all these booms end, guess what's going to happen? So before COVID, we had a boom anyway. And what was driving that boom? Migration. Migration. So guess what's going to Now, we've got negative migration over the last year. We've lost 70,000 people and our property market has gone through the roof. Our vacancy rates have gone down and it's gone crazy. And our economy has gone up without the migration. Now, when yep. migration comes back, which it will, and it's going to come back with a vengeance because now Australia is going to be the most popular country in the world if it wasn't oh, before. All, all the expats are going to come back. This is the lucky country. We live on an island. Hello. Now, what's going to happen is 
if you think this boom is crazy, wait till the migrants come back. They're going to go nuts. They're going to go in there and And international students as well. Hello. Yep, yep, that's right. So this is nothing. So don't think we're even close to the peak. I think we've still got a few years yet before we hit the peak. And then after after we hit the peak, we're going to have a small little dip. And guess what's going to happen? Going to go up again. Again. Because we're the number richest country in the world. And property prices are very cheap. A lot of people don't get this, but when I was buying property in nineteen in the nineteen nineties, almost said nineteen hundreds, but I wasn't. That wasn't. <laughs> you know that When I was buying property in nineteen nineties, it was cost me three hundred dollars a week per property. Wow. Now, when I buy a property, they're positive, cost me nothing. So what's yeah, cheaper? Right. It doesn't matter the price of the property. It depends on how much it costs out of your pocket. Yes, absolutely. Wait, someone's. Oh, I agree. Yep. Hey. Love it. I agree. Love proud it and proud to be a oh, member. Very grateful. People started going to be quite crazy. We've got some amazing members, yeah. So, look, guys, if you're not a member, I suggest you arm yourself with some information and make sure you, you know, learn more about the property market before it peaks. And I suggest you do our 14-day challenge and type in yes. hashtag challenge and one of our team do members. Do our masterclass challenge, masterclass challenge. Get yourself 900, you're a vampire. I wish I was. I'd love to be a vampire. It'd be great. Except for the drinking blood part, the living forever and looking good forever. I don't mind that part. You know? Yeah, it's all right. Um, look, guys, usually when people ask me what's the be- how's, how's the best step of getting involved in investing, and I always I'm on say... The challenge. Someone it- said, I'm on the challenge. Oh, excellent. Hey. So tears um, getting I excited. Always say- awesome. We're getting excited hey, too. Absolutely. Um, he just joined our membership last awesome. week. Well, guys, guess so what? Hello, yeah. Not only we're going live now, this is going to go on an international podcast with 10,000 people watching this. So if you're on that podcast, hello and welcome and thank you. I've booked a call, Belinda, on the 40th. Look forward to that. Look at that. I don't awesome. know who that is, but I'll make sure I remember that and you're in for a treat. Look, Absolutely. You can't make sure get, you've got your sponge hat ready to go. Guys, you can't get more exciting than Belinda. She's motivated. She's one of a kind. She's awesome. And, you know, she's <laughs> you, one George. of our top property coaches. And Belinda knows her stuff, knows my stuff really well. Seriously. Yeah. You know? Beautiful. And when you Thank hand, you, George. Definitely. Yep. Absolutely. We're here to look after you. Um, look, what else you know that I've, I've decided to delay my departure for a year. Yes, I heard you told me the news the other night. I was very excited. Yep. So We're not going to lose you and Christina. Well, I was going to move to Bali. I was going to move to Bali, but I've decided to stay in Australia for another year. So okay, learn a lot. a lot being a member of George Mikoski Property. Thanks, George. You're welcome. Great. She has absolutely. She's great yes. value. She certainly is. She's great value. Now, guys, I can't wait. I'm, to on, the old, I'm on that quality H2O tonight. There's yep. no I'm red look, wine for me. The, the one thing I'm looking forward to is doing our one-day property summit with Robert Kiyosaki, right? It's yes. going to be very exciting. But I'm even more excited about our one-day live, two-day live workshop. Um, don't know if we can get Robbie down to that. It's going to be hard internationally at the moment, but um, it's going to yes. be good. So we've got a lot of exciting things happening, and hopefully Robbie Kisaki says yes to all this. We're in negotiations at the moment. looks like he's open-minded, which is great. <laughs> so so it's, it's, it's not vodka. If it was vodka, I'd have a mixer. <laughs> exactly. Well, look. My neck held out, which is great. Thank you so much. Hey, yeah, Thank you've you done much. really well. Good on you, George. You know, look, some people would say, ah, oh, too hard, basket. 
but it's really, you know, you really look after this group and no, look, you're the we, leader of this community. We, so we, Thank you. We've committed to be here every Thursday night. Rain, and hail, shine, everything. injuries and all. That's right. So, everyone, so, I'm really grateful for everyone. Thank you so much. We love you all. Absolutely. We love our members. We love our tribe. We love you all. You're great people. It's fantastic. Um, you guys make it worth it for us to rock up every Thursday. You've got some great That's questions. And I don't know, this is my favourite time during the week. I wouldn't miss it for anything. Yeah. Yep. Love chatting to our community. Thank and you so much for joining us too. You're awesome. Best ever uh-huh. done to be a member. Okay. Yep. Best ever thing you've done as a member. Yep. Beautiful. Oh, great. I appreciate the info, Bate Sotir. Thanks, brother. Fala Nogul, Blagodaram. There you go. Excellent. So, guys, love you guys. Love your work. Remember, we're here every Thursday night. Rain, hail, or shine. Same bat time, same bat channel. Same bat channel. We're here. Excellent stuff. Excellent. So, enjoy. We'll talk soon. Now, thanks, new to the tribe, and going through the onboarding next week. Can't wait to start the new journey. Awesome. Thank you so much. Everyone, have a great one. Thank you, Belinda. Thank you, everyone. See you. Love your work. Cheers. Be good. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful and please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, with a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income, I've become incredibly successful in investing in property. The fact of it is, however, Many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy, and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand the information I share is of a general nature only and is not taken into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisor has actually achieved the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.